this episode of Black Millennial, we discuss skin and body care. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are just that, opinions. Black Millennial is a space for suggestion and guidance, but not rules. We'll talk about what works for us personally, along with some real advice from a licensed skincare industry professional. Check the show notes for more details about Black-owned skin, body, and sun care products, because health is wealth. Now, let's start the show. First of all, giving honor to God. That's how I feel today. Second of all, fuck Satan. <laughs> Big time. I just want to say that. Um, because, like, uh, let me make sure this is, like, close to me and stuff, too. Yeah, because, yeah. Yeah, I'm just fucking talking. <laughs> but, honestly, like, you can do all doing things. my best... We can do all things, and he be trying to play, and I'm not playing with these niggas. No Travis Scott. I was actually, Travis, is that, a Travis that is Scott a Travis song? Scott song. I was just about to say, you know, you know, know like that him. song? Yeah, I you know I don't like with him. These niggas. I love Travis Scott. Well, I'm not playing with these niggas, aka Satan and <laughs> his niggas. Um, all right, new show alert. Hello. Uh, here we are. It's the morning time. You know, I'm starting to really like the morning thing. I'm so glad. <laughs> it's a, I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Was that sarcasm? It's not, it's not that fun. Like, honestly, when you said like, hey, I just need to, you know, let myself charge or whatever. I was like, mm, yeah, I, I'm not awake anyway. So that's fine. Well, um, you need to start waking up earlier. No, my wake up time, like the time that I have to be up and alert and moving around is 10 a.m. What? I feel I've like already been fair. up for five hours. Which is also why I go to sleep at 8 o'clock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because the one day I think I was up with you, I think the last week when we recorded, um, I like I was ready to go to bed. It was 10 o'clock. It was 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. And like it was excruciating that I was awake still. Yeah, like, that's I how I feel. Sicken. That's how I feel. Um, yeah, so this week we're going to focus on... Um, self-care and grooming and beauty and all that kind of stuff. Um, obviously, well, obviously, it had to be sponsored by something um, black, of course, but probably something to go <laughs> oh, along with this week. Why would you say that? And what, black, of course? Because <laughs> niggas got that. Um, but to go along with this week, and it's uh, pink hair lotion. Yeah, a vibe always. Like, a vibe always something. I don't even think I ever used really pink hair lotion. I did, like, but I, it's like I mean, super I thick. I did. I forgot I had hair. Let's not talk about that stage. Oh, when you had hair? Um, I'm glad I made yeah. you cut it off. No, I'm talking about when I had real oh, hair. Oh, when you like, had like, the had, curly like, top? Yeah, and Back I had like when braids we in the, and stuff. We in the praise team. Shh. Okay. <laughs> we used to wear You're suspenders. Doing <laughs> You're doing a lot now. It's over. <laughs> the moment passed. <laughs> You had the curly Moments top. Pass. Yeah, I remember that stage. So, um, pink hair lotion, shout out to y'all. Um, if I I want somebody, ooh, okay, I'm just giving out free ideas here, whether or not people listen, it's up to them. But if one of like the um like shea butter babies um mm-hmm. wanna come up with like a all natural pink hair lotion. Just make it pink. Make sure it's pink. It like, I would support pink, it. But it just has to be natural. Because I'm 100% yeah. sure um, that the pink hair lotion pink hair has lotion? Like, some shit in it. Definitely. Mm, sure. <laughs> That's why they sold it to niggas. Yeah. And for, for the um, love. Yeah. Um, the other option was just for me. 
Um, so but that's that can be like a, a runner up. But I think that's a child's that's perm, perm, right? So that's a no for me. All right, fuck it. We off that. <laughs> I never said it. <laughs> um, okay, we are converting the the inspiration content into now just being called mood, um, or like our mood content for the week. Mood. Um, mood. Because when did that become a thing? Mood. It's been a while. Do you know that somebody said that? Where we got receipts from was from your favorite song. Which one? It's not right, but it's okay. Yeah, because, well, technically, we got it from Whitney Houston because when she was in that um, the interview, I, th- I want to say it was Barbara Walters, where she said, like, crack is whack, and she said she didn't do crack. She said, I want to see the receipts. <laughs> if you said I spent X amount of money on crack cocaine, I want to see the receipts. Yeah, so... Originally, it's from her, always. An, an, icon. an icon. But what's not from her, you know? Um, okay, so yeah, our mood content for this week is going... So I can't wait to use that. Oh, I can't wait to use... Um, I don't know what it's going to be for, <laughs> but you know Whitney Houston's quote where she's like, sometimes. No, not always. Sometimes. <laughs> my, favorite, like, my favorite Whitney Houston moment is uh, at the award show when she was like, you better lay low. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> uh, a lot of iconic moments. Shout out to also whoever said that um, that uh, Naomi Campbell and Skepta looked With like Bobby and Whitney, Whitney this week. <laughs> um, that's really fucked up, but it was also really funny and accurate. So Skepta is one of my celebrity crushes. Um, I don't have many. He looks. He looks good. Like he abuses women. He, okay. But, okay. Yep. See. Um, mood content comes from none other than the true queen, our truest queen. It's actually a part of a one hour, like plus, like one hour and some change talk, um, that Oprah does. Uh, and it's for the Stanford University. Um, I think this is the graduate school. Let me just double check to make sure I'm saying it right. Cause Oprah will probably will be like, uh, excuse me. You're not going to be on here talking about me and saying the wrong shit. <laughs> uh, I-, I need to Cease and desist. <laughs> Cease and desist. <laughs> No, if you said the right shit the first time, I would have been cool with it. <laughs> but now, since you want to come out here and just say whatever you want, since it's your thing. Yeah, so the clip uh, that we're going to play now is called, uh, it's just called Take Care of Yourself. <laughs> um, and yeah, that'll be our inspiration clip. So let's go to that. The truth is, you don't have anything to give that you don't have. So you have to keep your own self full. That's your job. You know, I say to my girls all of the time that your real work is to figure out where your power base is and to work on the alignment of your personality, your gifts that you have to give with the real reason why you're here. That's, That's the number one thing you have to do is to work on yourself and to fill yourself up and keep your cup full, keep yourself full. Now, I used to be afraid of that. I used to be afraid, particularly from people who say, oh, she's she's so full of herself, Mm, she's so full of herself. And now I embrace it. I, I, I consider it a compliment that I am full of myself. Um, yeah, so this is from Stanford's Graduate School of Business. Um, the clip that this will come from, I'll actually post a link for both, um, is about three minutes or so, 
But the full talk or the full conversation that Oprah's having, it's just kind of Oprah talking about um, life, about careers, about leadership. And it was for the Graduate School of Business at Stanford. And I feel like these things are out there. Like, it's an hour video on YouTube. We just got to maybe take that time to uh, invest in the information um, and take a look at it. So that is our mood for the week. Also, um, if you don't watch Oprah's Super Soul Sunday on OWN, you are missing out because it has a lot of like that those same lessons like mm-hmm. um remember i sent you that one or i talked to you about that one about um the guy with the food like he was like a food he was like a chef i guess oh um, yeah 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 and he was talking about how like his um the way he sees food is like it's our our closest way of being connected to god and nature because it's like we're ingesting it it was like mm. super deep um but super soul sunday and they have a podcast super soul sunday podcast yeah oprah has um a couple of podcasts because the master class uh i've listened to that a few times but it's like oprah's master class the show that they basically turn into um a podcast also if you can't you know um watch it on TV. get the information via tv okay i'm gonna stop being distracted now and um let's go into our question segment of the show Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so first things first. I'll ask you this first. First things first, I'm going to eat your brain. Okay, I thought you were going to do something else. I'm really but first things first, I'm the realist. Iggy no. Azalea. Yeah, I want to throw up. Like, my stomach got, like, weak. <laughs> Why do I know so many songs that go first things first? I don't know. Like, what? Okay. Just pray I'm, for me. I'm, I'm about to do my Charnay. I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm concerned. (laughs) Um, Okay. First question for you is, why do people consider self-care selfish? Why do people consider self-care selfish? I feel like self-care is like, the emphasis on it is fairly new. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that it comes from like, having the stigma that like we're supposed to be okay at all times and like you're supposed to just be able to go especially women like Mm. you're just supposed to be able to like take care of the family do every do everything um and also like a lot of the times like like years ago the older generation didn't really realize that they were struggling mentally and emotionally (laughs) or didn't put an emphasis on it so they didn't feel the need to have self-care. It was kind of like, um, like you know, like they didn't really have emotional and mental band-aids in their homes, basically. Right, right, right. As a, mm. if we're going to put it in like a metaphor, like um, they didn't feel the need to like put an emphasis on those things because they they didn't think that it was really a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think the selfishness aspect like comes in. Uh, okay, so I'll start with this. I feel, also, and I think I, who said it's uh, bad to be selfish. Okay, well that's a whole another that we can talk about that like while we're here too. <laughs> um, the first thing I think why people think that it's selfish, um, I think because it's not really unfathomable, but in a sense like it's something that people can't put their minds into. Like, why would you take time 
to do something for yourself, you know, right. or why would you like spend that time? But just like Oprah was saying in the clip, like you can't fill anyone else if you haven't filled you yourself. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Exactly. You know, um, sure, and so sure. it's just so important, like to be selfish, honestly, like selfishness. Let's talk about that. Why it's not wrong. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I know that people like disagree with this statement, but someone said it to me a long time ago and I think about it a lot. Like, at the end of the day, even if you're with, you know, a partner, with your child, you know, whomever, like, when you close your eyes at the end of the night, that's just you. Right. You know, when you open your eyes in in the beginning of the day, that's just you, you know, like, all of those, like, the people around you, your friends, your family, everyone could, like, decide, you know what, we ain't really fucking with you no more. Right. You know, everyone has the ability to decide that. And so, being selfish about making sure that you're okay, um, that's not... I, that's a place where, like, I think I think that everyone should be encouraged to be selfish, you know? Right. Um, um, rather than, like, oh, no, you should just, like, do what other people want you to do. Like, that, that doesn't make sense. I feel like self-care and, like, being selfish is the way that you can pour. It's the only way that you can better other people. Absolutely. Because you're trying to better other people with, like, your broken self. Right. And, like, it just is not, it doesn't work, you know? Like, they're basically taking on, you know, all of these aspects of you that are just incomplete. Um, and so, yeah, self-care and being selfish. Um, it's just important to note that, like, when somebody is being selfish, let's say a friend, because they needed they need to do something for their themselves, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's important that we highlight that that's okay, you know? Um, I know y'all used to be, like... Like, selfish. Like, as long as, like, you're not doing anything, you're not taking money out of niggas' pockets, like... Yeah, 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 nothing like that. But, like, you know how y'all used to get on me? I come outside now a little bit. Um, I went outside yesterday. I saw you yesterday outside of my house. Okay. Let's do... Okay. (laughs) That does not count. And I stayed outside for a little bit. Like, until 10 o'clock. Or 11. But anyway... (laughs) Anyway... Um, uh, what's it called? Summer said to me, she's like, you're outside? Like, I feel like I'm in a Twilight Zone. Like, to, because I posted an Instagram story at a place that wasn't my own home. Yeah, like. Um, but, but y'all used to be on me a bunch about, like, going out to places. But then I, like, I think that's when I first realized, like, in that era that take like, being in spaces with a lot of different people, uh, for someone like me means taking on a lot of different energy, you know, mm-hmm. that maybe I wasn't really expecting to come into contact with. Or, like, when you go out, you don't know you, who you're going to come into contact with, you know? But the thing is that what I've learned about that is that I have to prepare myself. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's a part of literally it, Literally yeah. prepare myself. Like, if I'm, if someone asks me to, like, to go with something and it's, like, last minute, even mm-hmm. if I have a lay, even if I got a whole fit, I'm, like, don't, even if I have a babysitter, if I'm not, like, mentally and emotionally prepared to go outside and to interact with people, human beings, I will not go. Yeah, y'all know my first question is always, who gonna be there? (laughs) And it's not even about, like, people always think that's shady. It's not. It's just about building, like, all right, this is what I'm gonna have to deal with, you know, this evening. Um, And it could be, like, uh, as little as 
I like to know if that like one, you know, maybe too energetic, a little loud friend is going to be there so I can prepare, you know, (laughs) or I like to know if like that one like kind of rambunctious family member is going to be there. So I just know like, okay, that's going to be a good time to step out as soon as they get there. You know, like whatever it is, I just like to know. I like to be well informed so that I can make the best decision possible. Right. Agree. Um, so, yeah, I think yeah, be selfish so that you can make the best decision for you. That's all. You know, y'all know my favorite meme to you. <laughs> right. Because a lot of to things you. are specific to you and not to me and vice versa. A lot of things are specific to me and not to you. So um, cool. All right, second question for you is, um, what are the most important components of your self-care routine? Isolation. Ooh. (laughs) Let me just take mine. Go ahead. And sleep. Yo, people don't understand that sleep is important, myself included, because I just do it. And that's why I always yell at you. I know. (laughs) Because I just have, like, the wildest, like... Oh, tonight I'm just going to sleep for three and a half hours. Tomorrow I'll sleep for 12. Yo, I really, like, <laughs> because I wake up so early in the morning during the week that I, like, know that I have to go to sleep early and, like, be just be in bed early. Mm-hmm. Because I realize how fucking crazy I am when I don't sleep. Like, you really have to, like, like, the other day I took a Benadryl. I, I've been having an allergic reaction to hair dye again. Um... So I took a Benadryl and I slept like all night. I like woke up at like probably like 12 and went right back to sleep and slept mm. all night. That's And that's abnormal for me. And I woke up the next day and was like, whoa. Yeah, I was talking about your sleep pattern. What's what's my sleep? To someone else. Well, just how you come home and then usually when you put Chase to bed, you go to bed and then you realize like, wait, I'm an adult. I get to stay. I can stay up if I want to. <laughs> and I wake back And up. then you're usually up from like 11 to 2. Yep. And then you're like, oh, I got a job. I need to go back to bed. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's usually like 1230 to 3, like to 3 ranging in time. I'll be, wake back up mm-hmm. and be like annoyed, but also be like, well, this is also because you went to sleep at 8 o'clock. Right. But I've been needing um, to sleep. Sleep, listen, sleep, I feel like it's just one of those key factors because we don't look at it like... Like uh, your brain we, is shutting down for the day. Your body is right, like resetting. Right, right, We don't think about at the end of the day when we start like snapping on people or like whatever is like that we haven't slept. I know for me, it can be like hunger. Ooh, that's, you know me. that's it for me. I can, you already know, I don't, I don't go anywhere unless it's a food move involved. Right. Or like, or if I, if I've eaten already, you know, because I could even tell yesterday we were, I was meeting up with you, but like I was getting irritated, but it wasn't, you didn't do anything. It was just that I was hungry. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You irritated with me. I barely said anything. I know, because you was barely saying (laughs) (laughs) But like, that's what it just was like, I'm hungry. I just worked nine hours all day. Yeah, I was just hungry. I only worked like three hours yesterday, so yeah. yeah I, I, I actually was out the house for over ten hours, so. Ooh, that sound that literally sounds like hell to it, me. It is. So. <laughs> like that sounds like if I went to hell, it would just be me having to be outside of my house for ten hours a day. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, any other like specific components of your self care routine that are important to you? Um, for me, yoga is like. Oh, yeah, you do yoga. Oh, yeah, you do yoga. 
Um, okay. I'm so excited Des is opening her studio. Yo, I'm super, super excited. One of our sponsors from maybe like four episodes ago. Um, the friend of ours, yoga. Uh, Desiree, yeah, she's opening a yoga studio. Do you know the date? I think I want to say it was February 16th. Yes, that's the date. Oh, yeah, I'd be that's I the grand opening. Um, so go to her website, y'all. It's dchanelyoga.com. Like, I don't, yep, super it, um, yeah, I'm so excited. So, we used to do yoga outside when it was really nice, um, and that was bomb for me because, like, you know, I love to feel the sun. I love. Mm. I also realize that that has a lot to do um, with my mood. Mm. If I'm getting sunlight, it's so weird. Like I, I mean, I guess these all are chemical things as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like scientifically, like you know that they are mood boosters. But yoga for me is for sure like something for my self care that is like super super important. I'm so excited that, that we have that Des has a space that we can like go to consistently now. Um, but yeah, that is one because it's it it plays on like number one being physically active um, mm-hmm. and getting like your endorphins moving because if not, I would just lay in bed all day. Um, I mean, easily. <laughs> and it also um, it it has a lot of meditation and like mind centering and like you know things like that. So that for me is probably my top two. Okay, I have a long. I'm actually working on the list right now. Oh my god! Um, but it's not even that crazy. Like my self care comes in the form of really, I want to say three things. Mm-hmm. Um, one is uh, food. Um, two is scent. Um, and three is like how I take care of my body. I agree with the scent. You know, I'm the candle queen. Yeah, like candles, like I I need a candle or an incense or uh, a sage to burn. I even like yesterday I was lighting candles. This is really ghetto, but it like left Mm -mm. a scent in my house that like was kind of it just like mixed with the candles really nicely. But I was using a Q-tip, the end of a Q-tip to light a candle because it was like real deep in the the thing, thing. you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was using it because I knew it would burn. But, like, the, the burnt cotton, like, when I came back in the house, it, like, smelled a little bit good, like, mixed with, like, the scent from everything else. I'm anyway, um, Yeah, so, like, scent, just being able to have something that smells really good, that's one of the things that makes me feel really good about going to my mom's house always, is it always smells good. Like, I always feel like I just walked into, like, a home because it smells really good. Yeah, the um, um the three wick bath and body candles, bath and body works such sponsor yeah. us. Because the three wick bath and body candles. That's all I would see. Oh my god. Bomb. Oh, and the lotion. They got this my new mom, lotion. My mom keeps using. talking about the lotion. She's like the bath I guess and body works had a sale. I'm like, did you get candles? She's like, no, I got lotion. I was like, no, yeah, I got the I got a lotion for like five dollars a day after Christmas, but it's like. It's shea butter lotion, and it's, like, real, I don't know. It's just lit. Um, but very important. All right, secondly is food. Um, all y'all know, I mean, if you follow me on social medias or whatever, that I be cooking. Um, and I cook, like, honestly, as, like, a, a practice of, like, art, you know? Yeah. Like, just trying out new things, um, experimenting, and just, like, being free in a kitchen, um, so it's, like, very much a, a space for me to, like, explore and be myself and all that kind of stuff, which is super cool. But also, like, knowing what I'm taking into my body and knowing that I did that, <laughs> you know, 
um, is super important for me. Like, there's things that I don't eat, or there's, like, like let's say, if I look at a piece of meat, right, and, like, in a grocery store, and I'm like, mm, I don't really like the quality of that or what it looks like, you know what I mean? I'm not going to put that in my mouth, you know? Like, I'm not going to ingest that or eat that. And I know, I, was, I know, I know. Move on from it. Move on from it. Um, but, like, I, yeah, like, if, if, like, Burger King saw something and they're like, mm, I ain't really feeling that, they're still going to feed it to me. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ate yesterday pizza and I went to Wendy's and I just felt like a gross, gross person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not nothing wrong with people that eat stuff like that. But yes, for me, is. for my body, like... My body's just used to eating yes, things. Okay, I mean, I mean, there's I some eat people like that are. I eat like shit sometimes. Yeah, because I. But don't... there's some people who don't have any other options, like mm-hmm. you know what I mean, um, or any other great options where they are. But yeah, for me, like based on how I eat normally, my body is usually expecting those kinds of things. Um, it's like, okay, well, you just had some like meat or whatever. Where's the vegetable? Like waiting for the vegetable to come in. Yeah, like, I can't not eat vegetables, yo. That's people. Yeah, people are sick. People that don't eat like vegetables Like, just a little Um, And then the last part, like, my body care, whatever, and, like, skin care. I'm actually going to read in a second some skin care tips um, from another one of our sponsors who was uh, Sean Garrett Skin two weeks ago. Sean Garrett is uh, a licensed esthetician. Um, and so when we talked about partnership um, and sponsorship, we talked about writing up some skin tips that we can share with you guys that are, like, generic in general. Um, Because I know what I do for my skin, but I don't know how that works for everyone. Sean, if you're listening, I need a... I just had an allergic reaction to hair dye, and my face is fucked. I looked like... (laughs) (laughs) I looked like for the... Like, I dyed my hair on Friday or Saturday, and then, like, Mm -hmm. Monday, Tuesday, I looked like Hitch. Stop. Please stop. (laughs) Can I tell you what you should have used? Henna. Everybody keeps telling me I should use henna to dye my hair. I was going to say Facetune. Because if you use Facetune, it doesn't matter what you look like. You can smooth out all the bumps. Just saying. What? Um, I just did it on my face to be like, what is this whole app about? And then I was like, damn, a nigga looks smooth as shit. Like, I'm not going to start doing it because I feel like it would be addicting. Like, I would be, y'all would be like, oh, uh uh-uh, nigga, this is not you. Um, I thought you were gonna say something like a real thing to use, and you no Facetune. Told me Facetune. <laughs> it is a real thing to use. Okay. Um, all right, I'm gonna go through Sean's skin tips really quickly, and then I'll go through just some of the stuff that actually I'll talk about what I use really quick. So I talked about using eucalyptus oil in the shower. Major key, very important. Um, any kind of essential oil that you use in the shower, like uh, peppermint, is really good. Um, my sister put me onto tea tree. But, well, I went the to thing, Chicago. I don't like the smell of tea tree. Really? I, it's so So I don't strong. know what she... I think she had the tea tree doctor... Whatever the orange Dr. Bronner's is. I don't know. I, don't um, know. I, um, I feel like I want to use that peppermint one on Chase. What? The peppermint uh, the, oil? Yeah, no. No. I use peppermint oil in the house, but I'm talking about the soap the Dr. Bronner's. Oh, the so. Dr. Bronner's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Just like Dr. Bronner's... Um, <laughs> is a really great soap it also like you just feel like you get a a brand new fresh skin um every time okay yeah so she actually had like the citrus dr bronner's and then next to it she had like a teacher oil. this is when uh, we went to chicago and like i have my own shit but you ever be in my shower and they got shit too and it's nice yeah yours <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh yeah you are in my shower like 
a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, yeah, I don't even need none of my shit. Like, you, you got all this shit. In I here. was in there using all the men body wash. <laughs> what was that one? The method. Um... The method, yeah. So method, they they make like cleaning solutions and stuff. They sell it at Target. I found it at Rite Aid. Um, but they make, uh, I think they make men's and women's stuff. Um, but they definitely make a men's like juniper and sage body wash. Ooh, and that's body what wash I've been using lately. So good. Actually, I'm on I... a Rite Aid. So mm-hmm. right after this. I even said to you, like, how does it smell better, like, you getting out of the shower than me getting out of the shower? Because it just smelled like, wow. Like, this shit smells so good. good. Um, I also, for shaving, um, this is a black-owned brand, but Bevel. Um, if anybody is looking for, like, and actually for men and for women, um, Bevel is oh, a shaving company. Stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's just, like, uh, it's for coarse and curly hair, period. Oh, okay. So if you shave anywhere on your body... Um, <laughs> The the razor is meant to be for you. Um, Bevel also has, excuse me, um, one, a a women's like hair care company called Form. Um, I've never used it, obviously. Um, (laughs) But I have no, not only am I not a woman, but I also don't have hair. Um, But yeah, uh, Form, basically they do like a, a quiz about you, like, you know, what's going on with your hair. And then they make like a personalized hair care uh, kind of thing for you. Um, also, Shea Moisture. I know we feel a little bit weird about them. Yeah. Um, I personally do too, but there's like this one uh, bar of soap. It's called a utility bar that they make. It's like orange. Um, I use it all the time because you can use it as like a cleanser to wash your face. It's also the smoothest shave that I ever got. So like I'll use the bar of soap to shave my head and then the bevel razor um, Bevel also just came out with skincare that I, was I haven't just looking tried at yet. That. Wow, skincare bundle completely out of stock. Yeah. Um, so if anybody works at Bevel or knows anyone that is there and would like to uh, ship any of that to me or us, um, I can provide an address. We have multiple. <laughs> we have multiple addresses. All right. Let me go through some of these skin tips because some emergency. of this stuff. Can you hear it? <laughs> You probably can't hear it through the real microphone. Well, whatever. It's always an emergency. You already know that. <laughs> um, all right. If you hear anything that sounds good, say some. Um, okay. So, first of I all. I already read first... them, and I know which one I'm going to speak on. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, first tip, always cleanse morning and night. Try to avoid cleansing in the shower. Um, I didn't know that, and I asked why. Because cleansing in the shower, like, you, the water's too hot. The water's hot. Yeah, you're supposed to okay. get your pores. Your pores, um, your pores. Cleansing your skin is one of the most essential steps in your routine. It re- it removes the buildup dirt, excess sebum, and debris that builds up in your pores throughout the day. So basically, clean your face two like, times a day. And the thing is, is people always talk about, um, like, do you use a re- one rag to wash your face and wash your body? And like, number one, you should be your skincare for your face should be completely separate from your body care. For sure. Like, I don't wash my face with the same soap that I, I wash my body with. So, Correct. like, you should... Even shouldn't... if it's... For all my niggas out there, even if it's a five-in-one, um, you shouldn't be that. doing all five. Like, you can... It's a... Um, a soap. It's also a shampoo. It's also a face wash. Oh, it's a conditioner. Oh, it's a... No. No. Okay. That's scary. That's... <laughs> Okay. Um, but yeah. Um, um, okay, that that just threw me for a loop. But 
Um, second one, I guess, if you are wearing makeup, use a cleansing balm or oil to remove. Then go in with a gel cleanser to remove residual makeup and excess oil from your skin. That's one for me because I always fall asleep with my makeup on. That's like the worst thing you could do. Really? That's the worst thing you could do. It's like falling asleep with contacts in? Um, I've never had contacts. If okay. I need I contacts. I don't, do you wear contacts? Hell no. Okay. I feel like contacts is faking it. Like, I'm out here fraud and like, I really got good eyes. <laughs> okay, I don't know if that's how it works, but okay, whatever. Um, third one, uh, exfoliation is key to healthy and radiant skin. Skip the scrubs and opt for chemical exfoliants like glycolic and lactic acid. Glycolic. I'm going to put the, I'll post these up. Cause I, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, if you use a physical exfoliant, make sure it's something that's gentle and non-abrasive. Limit use to only one to two times a week. Yeah, exfoliate for sure. Sounds legit. Oh, I just started using um, uh, in the shower like a brush, like one of those big brushes, so you can like get your back. Um, and then it came with like a little mini brush, and I started using that to like wash my face. I don't use um, like a washcloth anymore after we had this whole discussion. Um, I don't use washcloth anymore to wash my face. I just use my hands. Yeah, that's it. And um, I learned that you have to wash your face for like 60 to 90 seconds in order for whatever product you're using to actually start working. Okay. Okay. That's new. That's not on here. But hey, I do got my own skin tips. I'll be reading. Um, Hydration is essential. So this is number four. Yes, hydration Um, is is number one key. Drink water, niggas. Yeah, and it says hydration is what gives your is what gives your skin its plumpness and youthful glow. Even if you uh, have oily skin, it's important to hydrate your skin properly. Look for hydrating serums that contain mm, hydroluronic acid. Hydroluronic, yes. Okay, that sounds like a ghetto name. Or uh-uh. sodium hydroluronate. I, I Come on, if the ordinary is this, um, because the ordinary is a skincare brand that's like fairly inexpensive mm-hmm. they ha- they sell like all these products that you're saying but like i have never used them personally um um it's cool i just can't pronounce a lot of these words <laughs> um okay last one and this is really important um spf it says never leave the house without spf the one that did it for me Okay, yeah. Um, black people have the highest mortality rate for skin cancer because of it not being detected early enough. Uh, there's a myth about black people not needing sunscreen. You absolutely do. SPF should be worn all year round, even on cloudy days. Look for SPFs with a protection of 30, 30. Uh, and a broad spectrum. So, um, thankfully, all of the moisturizers that I use have SPF in them, and they're 30, mm-hmm. like, they're, they're at least 30. Um but I never, like, thought about it. Like, because I love, in the summer, like, we have, you know, we got a pool. So, like, I'll go out and just lay mm-hmm. in the sun because I just love the feeling of the sun. I mean, I'm, I'm from Africa. What do you expect? Right. But, um, yeah, I, I didn't know that. I always thought black people, because of our melanin, our melanin, couldn't get skin cancer. Right. So, that was, that was one I was super shocked about. Yeah, it's super, super, super important to... Um, point out because yes, we do get super beautiful in light, you know, um, we're just beautiful in general, but, um, it's also really important for us to make sure that we take care of that beautiful skin, um, so that we can continue to have it. Speaking of which, while we're here, Frank Ocean's mom, um, her name is Catania Bro, and she is beautiful. 
super super beautiful uh, but she has a, uh, a spf focus line of like uh, skincare and moisturizers it's called unsun uh u-n-s-u-n and it's specifically for um people of color uh skincare and uh, sunscreen uh, so frank is actually we talked about this last episode going to be in gq and he talked a little bit about his skincare routine and uh, he te- he posted this on Instagram right after that his mom texted him like, I can't believe you're not going to say like right. what you do for for the son. You know what I mean? Like you're going to leave that out. So he like posted that and like posted it up after so people can see, um, which is really important. Um, also, before, unsung. Un- unsun, S-U-N, like unsun. Oh, wow. They're so yeah. cute. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you see her. If you look at the Instagram, I'm pretty sure it's just unsun skin, maybe. Let me just double check. Um, while we talk about that, Sean Garrett, uh, who just gave us those skin tips, uh, you can find him on Instagram at Sean Garrett Skin, mm-hmm. um, or just at Sean Garrett. And Unsun. Oh my goodness, the branding is so. Pr- Ugh. Let's Are you talk on about it. I'm on the Instagram. She's so beautiful. What's oh the um? What is the Instagram? Unsun oh, Cosmetics. Cosmetics. Yeah. U N S U N Cosmetics. Wow. Yeah, it looks really, really dope. Actually, speaking of this, while we're here, there's a, a brand new brand. Um, they have been, it's a, for black men specifically, um, says developed for men of color. It's called Ceylon, C-E-Y-L-O-N. Uh, it's Ceylon Skincare is their um, Instagram handle. Uh, and yeah, it's skincare specifically developed for men of color. Um, their branding is super, super great too. And it's like cool to see something that is specifically for us right focus for us and it also looks really good at the same time um that's the kind of shit that i care about that's what the fuck i'm talking about (laughs) so ceylon skincare okay um last question and you kind of touched on this in the very beginning but um why is the idea of self-care more important to millennials than past generations i said what i said (laughs) okay (laughs) no no i feel you Um, (laughs) I feel like um, we've realized like millennials are a lot more self-aware. Um, and I think that comes with um, number one, we've allowed ourselves to be like more aware of like the things that are going on with ourselves. And we aren't, we're so open and like no one's shaming us for, it. I feel like it was a lot of shame and embarrassment at our, um, like if you would tell like back then back in the day if you would tell your family you were going to a therapist or like i know now if i tell my mom i'm going to a therapist she's like oh my god that's like good have you talked when's the last time you talked to your therapist hello like Mm -hmm. back in the day they used to really like you don't need to talk to nobody what you crazy that's really right and it's so many people in the older generation like especially baby boomers like Mm -hmm. 60 and above that who still feel that way still feel that way yeah still feel that way i feel like that's a a, that's a form of self-care as well um going and talk to somebody i feel like we talk about that all the time yeah i think that we uh i i tweeted this out last night just like getting prepared for this like uh to my twitter followers like what are your thoughts on self-care um and i think that someone just pointed out hey it's really important that like we include mental health and self and Mm self-care um and mental health like People think that it sounds so scary, but like people don't think that like 
health. I mean, sometimes people do think that regular health is scary, you know. But, like, just going to the doctor for, like, a checkup, you know, or for a, a physical, right? Like, mental health should be looked at the same way. The same right? exact you way. Should, it's just another You should go to therapy part. for a little physical, mm-hmm. you know. And, like, in therapy, someone may discover, like, hey, everything's going really well. Or, like, you should go to a specialist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it, it just works the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that people shouldn't Like, people people always... Be afraid. People are, like, now saying, like, every everyone has a mental illness. Or, like, everyone... Um, they're, like, oversaturating us with, with mental health. But it's, like, the same way... The same exact way we talk about fucking... Going to the doctors or going to the dentist, niggas need to go get the little. Yeah, I think also niggas have, and this is like just black people have really, and don't get me wrong, we still have like, uh, you know, work to do, but are really starting to get past the mentality of like uh, struggle, you know? Like, Like people, people, like that struggle is normal. normal. Yeah. mm -hmm, Or like mm -hmm. struggle means like that I'm doing that. People yeah, like I'm like, doing what I'm, I'm supposed, doing to do. What I'm supposed to do or like mm-hmm. think, correlating struggle with success. Exactly. Or, or yeah. like, you know, like I don't you don't I don't think that you have to be struggling to to like feel like, oh, I'm really trying. I'm really doing what I got to do. But that's, yeah, and now we see now we're seeing like. Um, this like living our best life era, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it it really has trickled from like a little Duval song into like people actually doing what they can to live the best possible life that they can. Yeah. To people like leaving their jobs because I'm not fucking with it, or leaving these dirty ass niggas that's not doing nothing because they're not fucking with it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or just leaving like toxic family situations or whatever the case may be, because we we do realize that like we have the ability to be in control of our lives and I love that we're having um this awakening and I think that that's why like self-care quote unquote has become um a really a, a big thing that we talk about in our generation uh because don't get me wrong like and whether it's like let's say slavery or in Africa right there were definitely things I'm sure were like uh, somebody just got like hurt or someone just injured, right? And like all the women in the village or whoever bring them back, you know what I mean? Take care of them, put a little something on them. But you know what I'm saying? Like those things have existed, but I feel, feel like uh, previously we had to do them in private, right? right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't okay for us to want to take care of ourselves. And now we live in a space where like a lot of us or most of us know that is pivotal, like, it's important in order for us to be able to, like, do anything for anyone else, you know, in order for me to be able to take care of my neighbor or my brother or my sister, you know what I mean? I I have to be full myself. And I, um, I think that, like, for me, a big part of that, I think a lot of the times we were seeing, I mean, like everyone can't align with this, but we were seeing, like, our parents... And especially like, you know, our moms, I can only speak for being a mom because I'm a mom, mm-hmm. but um, like moms have this expectation of just being able to like grin and bear like, yeah, when in reality, that's not the way that it works. Not at all. Because like if I'm in shambles and I am like unstable emotionally or if I am not healthy, if I am eating like shit and I'm overweight and I can't run around and play with my kid. You cannot pour from an empty cup. You have to focus on yourself first. And there's no way that you can, like, be a decent parent when you don't focus on your Mm self-care. 
So that was and there, yeah, there's no way that you can be a decent anything. anything like I actually right. had like um, and this is like a relationship that like some people might think like this doesn't matter, right? So I was working with a client, someone that I'm working with uh, on some design stuff, and I was getting like I could just tell that like I hadn't really eaten, um, and I also was just like overall just it was a long day, you know. Um, and I could like feel myself getting irritated and I actually had to like go back and like say to them like, Hey, you know what? Let me just talk. Let's, can we just talk about this tomorrow? You know what I'm saying? Um, and just being aware, right? I think like once you start to like tap into yourself in that way, you become aware of, Hey, I'm not, I'm not at my fullest, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, I, you, you did this. I mean, like we've talked about this before, but like you did this, you're like, you know what? Uh, I think you're yelling at Chase about something and was just like, yeah, you know what? I'm just let it go. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just let it go because it's not him. You know what I mean? Like, ultimately, it was just, like, something that was bigger. So, um, yeah, I think that I'm really glad that we're in a space where we're starting to highlight or pay more attention to um, self-care. That's it. That's it and that's all. Okay. Um, I feel like Beyonce. Why? <laughs> why? You didn't. I don't think you saw me. Oh no, I didn't. Um, I have a, um, I had a dream the other night that I was like eighteen inches away from Beyonce. She was with Blue Ivy. She's holding Blue's hand. Because you dreamed it, it can happen. I know. I, I listen. It's already on the way. I'm not gonna say nothing else, but it's already on the way. Amen. Speaking um, <laughs> uh, speaking of amen, uh, all right. Let's get into the second half of the show. Um. The sick and shut in. It's really, really long this week. Because <laughs> um, a lot of things are really bad. Um, <laughs> I'm laughing at your fucking emojis in the night. I know. I'm going to talk to you about that when we get there. <laughs> but, like, it sickens me to have to talk about. Uh, <laughs> the sick and shut in. Um, first, let's talk about... I don't really want to, but, like, the Sheck West thing. What? I don't um, know. First of all, he was in the Louis Vuitton fashion show. Number one, okay. that nigga is a... Fucking abuser. Abuser. Period. The end of story. An abuser. Um, but you know, you know how we feel about black women's opinions and what the things that black women say. Okay, you said it. I didn't. Shout out to Justine Sky. Shout out to Justine Sky, and I don't even like her music. Just shout out to her for being a black woman. Shout out to her for being a black woman. Shout out to her. Yeah, I really, it. I know that the, for her, it's so fucking triggering to see him. In all of these spaces. Especially when it's like exactly what she said that it was going to be. Yeah, She's like, what's exactly. the point she of me said, coming out and saying I was say anything? Why would yeah. I say anything? Because y'all are going to act like it fucking never, it, it, it doesn't even matter. It does not matter. Y'all going to still so play his music. He's still going to yeah. walk in the Louis Vuitton show. There's someone, I'm not going to call the person name out because I don't actually follow this person. Um, but they are a lot of people's like spiritual fave on Twitter. Um, like I see them like talking about a lot of spiritual things. I think they maybe even have, um, spiritual something in their at name, whatever. But, um, Sheck West, I guess this week went on some show and was talking about how like Mo Bamba, it like, it was specifically meant to evoke like these certain African spirits and blah, blah, blah. And like, it's supposed to be about like, he was, it was about like an African war or something. Just all this shit that like very much was like made up by his PR people to say like, 
oh, we know he abused somebody, but, like, let's just try to cover it up with his other story and make it cool, you know? And then, like, to see niggas falling for it, that's what was just weird to me. Um, the girl was like, yeah, you know, we should, like, I, you know, I know what's happened, or I heard that, like, stuff has happened, but we should, like, pay for pray for our brother, blah, blah, and so... Uh, this is like the reason why this song has been successful because it has like these, you know, deep ancestral energies and all this stuff. And this is my thing. Y'all niggas just got to learn how to see between like who's good and who's bad. Right. Um, if you was, if you went to church, they would call it a spirit of discernment. Right. Mm -hmm. When you're able to look at someone and say like, "Mm, yes. And mm, no, you know what I'm saying? Um, so if I have a 2019 goal for y'all, if I can do that, it's just to work on your spirit of discernment period. Anyways. That's the only thing I have to say on that. Uh, um, number two, sick and shut in. Ray Shormer just breaking up. I'm so sad. No, you're The thing not. is, is that, like, all right, we know I'm obsessed with Sway Lee. We know I am the fucking queen of Sway Lee Hive. We need to protect Sway Lee at all costs. But Slim Jimmy does have some bops. He has some bops. And I feel like it's also, like, they're a unit, you know? Like, they go together. I get it. Like, it's kind of like Andre 3000, the big boy. Right. Right? But, like, do you think that um, Andre 3000, this is a hard question. You don't have to answer it. But do you think that he would have uh, been able to achieve the same amount of excess, or, uh, excess, a- access and success, um, like, in the 90s, dressing the way that he did without big boy? You know what I'm saying? I choose not to answer these things at the time. Okay. I mean, he probably could have. Don't get me wrong. He definitely could have. But I think he definitely could have. But I feel like, like, Outkast as did a you, unit. Did you see what he said about Feature? He's, like, obsessed with Feature. Oh, yeah. He said that he's the most, like, um, negative, positive <laughs> rapper of all time. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just think, like, uh, they are they do go really well together. I feel really bad for Slim Jimmy because people were just playing clips all week. Uh, they were on, like, Wild and Out. They were on, like, some radio interview, and somebody called in and was just like, yeah, so why is the Slim Jimmy guy here? Like, we're just... Who's it? Really, who's we could have did it with just Sway Lee, you know? Poor Sway Lee. Um, no, not poor Sway Lee. Poor the other Slim guy. Jimmy. See, you even went to poor Sway... Anyway. I love Sway Lee. I know you do. Melatonin, can we take it this time? No. Did, do you, when they put the Christmas song on Apple Music. That was the best thing. Oh, is it on Apple? It's on Apple Music now. Oh, word. Okay. Um. Okay. What is Rob Kardashian on here for? Because I don't know him. Oh, he's just a weird ass, bitter baby dad. That's what we should have put on here for the week. All weird, bitter baby dads. All weird, bitter baby dads. Like. Okay. Just posting. Black China got into a fight with Alexa Sky, who is from another one of your favorite VH VH1 shows. I don't even know which one exactly. Maybe Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, Black China got into a fight with her at some club or whatever, and then Black Ch- uh, Rob Kardashian just started posting her. Like, mm-hmm. but I guess they're saying now that they're dating, and that's why they got into a fight. Um, but also, like, and Rob Kardashian is saying he's coming back onto keeping up with the Kardashians. So, is that still on? Yeah, it's still on, and it's still doing really good, which is. Un- well, that grosses me out. Um, um okay. Um Also I'm Future say- Future Drew. Did you do you hear what he said about Russell, Russell Wilson? No, what did he say? So Future's album dropped this week and he of course says some shit about Sierra. He says some stuff about that whole Duh, situation. It couldn't be a future album without <laughs> him talking about his old ass baby mom. Not like it's like 
she's probably what he has six so like she's probably three at this point number three so one, and two, baby's th- moms and baby moms. I mean, not she's only that, y'all baby. just y'all haven't been together since like she's been married for a couple years. She's been now. married for a couple years, and he has multiple baby moms now. Like after, Let it go, bro. after. So, um, someone asked him on a show, um, like on an interview, how he feels about Russell Wilson, and he said basically he doesn't fuck with him because he does whatever Sierra says, and um. <laughs> what <laughs> i'm trying to i'm trying to think of exactly what he said um and that like he does too much when it comes to like parenting he doesn't even have a kid oh no he does that they do have a, a child together but like he does too much when it comes to parenting what like, do you mean like future, parenting like he does too mu- too much publicly when it comes to being involved in fu- little futures life yeah, that's what I mean. Like, that's a joke. Like, what yeah. do you mean that doing too much is parenting? Like, he parents your child. Mm-hmm. So he um, basically was just going in about that, saying, like, Sierra shouldn't post fu- uh, Russell in future, like, doing things together. And, like, mm-hmm. no, what, what should happen is you should just take care My of your thing, son. Ex- exactly. You My should just be posting is, the things, like, that you're doing mom, with your son. As a mom. If there is another woman in my my child's life because of like, you know, his other other parent, like if his dad has another woman around him, I do not feel intimidated. I don't feel any way because at the end of the day, my son knows who his mother is and our relationship Mm -hmm. is solidified. If Mm -hmm. anything about another man, first of all, if you had your son enough, he wouldn't even have the opportunity to be a parent in your child's right. life. That's right, my right. thing with niggas. Niggas is always like, don't have that nigga, don't have that nigga around my son. Don't have that man around my son. Then come then, get your then son. Come get your son. Like, I just, I don't understand that. Yeah. So I, that was um, his whole thing. Yeah. It's, it's weird to me that people would want their child to not be parented if it didn't happen from them. Right. Period. Like, I, I just, that's weird to me. On the same side, like, women who are like, oh, don't have that woman around, like, my child, right? And you're a man who has a kid. The, at the end of the day, like, there are certain things that dads just, like, kind of don't know how to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, all dads. Let's say your kid is crying and, like, you know, a kid is crying or whatever. Uh, it's just going to be really, probably easier for a woman to, like, stop a kid from crying than a, a man, I don't know. In my personal opinion, like I mean, that men who are fathers, that, that that's because people niggas don't be having relationships with their kids. No, I feel that, but I also feel like children, like you just came from a woman, right? You know what I'm saying? I mean, so it it's going to be easier for, women, women for women you are to like nurturers. So like exactly that's that's the only but, thing I mean. But in no and in, in in no way do I think that like women nor men should have everybody around their kid. Like if y'all aren't seriously dating or like. That's another thing. Don't just be having everybody around your kid. Well, there's that. And not even don't be having everybody around your kid. Don't be having your kid around everybody. Yeah. That's a bigger part. So Netflix yeah. raised its prices. Is yeah, that a again. thing? Yeah. Well, also, they just paid like fucking $3 billion for friends. <laughs> they pay, yeah, they paid $100,000 just to have friends on for another year. And Sandy um, Bullock. They, they had to run her that check. Oh, I'm sure they had to run for Sandy Bull's worst day. <laughs> and for, did oh wait so for uh, maybe I people think Steve that didn't Carell know this is about to have a show on there too I mean a movie on there too 
Um, I didn't know that you wasn't a Netflix show. No, it's from Lifetime. Right, and apparently the people at Lifetime are like, like not pissed, but just like trying to figure out like how did we only get, um, like on Lifetime, like the total time the series was on, I think it was like September through almost they December. They probably didn't have any views. It, it was six hundred and eleven thousand viewers, right total. Um, and Netflix, like in the month that has been on Netflix now, it's been forty million. Because who watches? First of all, niggas don't have cable. True, but niggas do have Netflix. <laughs> but niggas do have Netflix. <laughs> we got somebody's login. Um, also, yeah, niggas is not going to Lifetime. Niggas yeah, niggas not, not just like clicking through Lifetime. lifetime. Even but if there was they like said a, that, they said that. Um, uh, Angie Martinez said that in her interview that Lifetime said that uh, the R. Kelly documentary mm-hmm. was their highest views ever like wow whatever maybe start making some more content for niggas because <laughs> um, we'll be there because we'll be there we show up for the fucking I content mean, nobody nobody wants to i mean besides golden girls it's nothing really on lifetime for me and golden I didn't girls even is know on, that was on there golden girls is also on amazon prime if anybody cares so. mm, cool okay um yeah like just speaking of netflix i think it's interesting how low-key we all got like played and swindled because remember when Netflix, like, was the way that you saw movies that, like, came out in the theater and then it went to Netflix eventually? No. What? I, I... <laughs> what? That's what when... Netflix started as. Really? Like, it started basically as, all right, let's say, what's a movie that's out right now? Or, like, Black Panther, right? Black Panther did end up going to Netflix, right? Like, it should have. But, like, it was all the movies. It was, like, kind of becoming the blockbuster, right? After oh, it goes yeah. out of the movie theater, and then, then it goes said, to Netflix. All right, niggas, we about to start giving y'all our own shit. Right. <laughs> now y'all can only watch our own shit, and we're charging you more for our own shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and- they still have... Um- like certain movies that come out yeah they saw movies they saw tv shows and stuff like that but like we thought i felt like it was gonna go the direction of shit just started like getting so good that as soon as it comes out in a movie theater i could just pay for it on netflix now that i would pay for the raise prices on that you feel me right but like, not for another season of the walking dead on netflix right or not for um what's that show people keep saying it's really good but i try to watch it it's called sex education on netflix oh i don't like stuff i have to watch the subtitles with um it was in english but like it was some stuff i like their <laughs> so their stupid. accents were strong no the, the accents, accents were strong were super strong weren't too they? strong yeah the accents were super strong but i watched the, I, I keep the subtitles so if y'all don't know i keep the subtitles on at all times because i Same, can't hear yeah. um and but i'll like, just do it to, to keep my to... reading comprehension up <laughs> or you could also read a fucking book <laughs> I'm cool. I read. I do the subtitles. Um, but like they, I I never watch Narcos because I have to watch the subtitles. We have to read the subtitles, and I need Mm. to like be able to multitask because. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you on that. But yeah, yeah. Um, Sex education. I think I'm going to start that today. It it is kind of corny. Um, and then last. I want to go see Bill Street. Um. Okay. You want to go? Um. I'm gonna we'll see if I can get it. it. I'm gonna see if I can bring it up on the computer. Psych. Okay. Psych. Barry Jenkins. It's a black film. I know. I'm, I'm kidding. Psych and James Baldwin. I'm sorry to both of y'all. James Baldwin. Um, okay. Um, the government shutdown. So the the shout things. Out to Cardi B. Shout out to Cardi B, our next president. <laughs> um, I'm gonna probably see if I can get that clip and play it right here. 
um, not only was it just like a clip of something that she said, it then got turned into um, a song. Like they basically made like yeah, a song I've seen version they of turn it. it into a song. Okay, um, incredible. Like Cardi B, and you know what I think was really, really, really incredible about it? I saw these people like back and forth arguing, arguing, not arguing, but just like discussing whether or not they should post. Uh, or retweet the video. And then I go look at the two people or the three people who were discussing whether or not they should. And they were senators. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were like, you know what? Like, I know that we don't like, I don't really support the language or whatever, but also like she's making really valid points. And I kind of want to retweet the video. <laughs> she is such a gem. She draws like she had a video in the car talking about getting a yeast infection. Did you see that? Okay. One? No, I didn't. She draws. I, I missed she that does one. draw, but she also is a gem. Like is a gem. Definitely. She is a gem. Um, I would rather, I'm going to say this real quick. And I know this is a big, terrible statement. I would rather Cardi B be the president than a rapper. That's all. <laughs> Yo, you think that she's so terrible. I just don't like the rap. Did you see this? Did you did you watch the twerk video? Um, I did because you know for personal. <laughs> I mean, not for pers- for professional reasons only. Um, I had to do professional <laughs> research for this podcast. Um, the <laughs> um. Other things about the government shutdown. Oh, they did. Uh, we're in, what's today? This would be, I guess, day 28 or 29. Um, but on day 26, they definitely posted, like, day 26, the the group. <laughs> uh, this is day 26 of the government shutdown. <laughs> um, That's the one thing I miss about Twitter. Like, is the people are stuff. so yeah, fun. The, nigger, the niggerish content is top one. What I live for. We don't get that um, on, on any other social media. So that's the sick and shut in, essentially. Um, pray for, for the government shutdown portion that our food is not being inspected. Yeah. Um, people are not getting, like, Section 8 and, like, housing vouchers. Starting next month, they aren't giving food stamps, I believe, if depending on how long it continues. Oh, I already saw some video of, of this black guy with a really strong accent. He was somewhere uh, from somewhere in Louisiana, and he said, listen, Donald Trump, like, I've been letting you play around with a lot of stuff, but if you play around with my mama food stamps... Yeah, like, that is... This we is going to war. Way. That's what and he said. We is, going to war. The thing is, is that... Um, I don't know if you watched um, OAC's... I mean, AOC's... Um, the, um, her the, speech. She had yeah, her first so, speech this yeah, week. Yeah. I didn't watch um, it. Though. And she talked about it in there. She said... He is not, this is not about a wall. Mm-hmm. This is not about, this is about him trying to flex power. Mm-hmm. And the only people that are really being like affected by it are, are workers that are here to serve the United States mm-hmm. and people that are, that need it. Mm-hmm. Like we're here to, to give to people that aren't they can't they don't have the access to it right you're taking it away their fucking livelihood because of your own weird twisted shit because it really has nothing to do with the wall and this this is the fucked up thing we know we know that the wall is never going to come up we know it's never going to happen it was never going to happen it literally there's a there's an article um by a young lady i i can't i just can't look it up right now or i'll try to actually um but her uh, i follow her on twitter and she wrote an article about how basically the wall is uh, specifically like meant to be um, like a, a monument to racism, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys peeped this, but like after he was talking about a wall, 
right? And like we realized, all right, that's not going to happen. He started talking about like a great, uh, great steel barrier, S T E E L barrier, um, and that's like a reference from uh, a old like 1925 uh, clan speech where they were saying like we should build a great steel wall around America. You know what I'm saying? So some of the things that he's saying is very, very, very intentional. You know Number what I'm saying? One, it, it, it pains me so much that he's so fucking stupid and he's the president of the United States because he's talking about Mexicans. Ninety, like majority of the people that are coming here are not from Mexico. Also, yeah, I mean, that's a big thing. Second, but also, this is just North Mexico, so get over it. Secondly, with the immigration, what happens is these people get working visas and they come here and their visas expire and they stay. Yeah. And there's really no way for us to police it and that that's the way we get illegal immigrants. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are people that are like crossing waters, and but those people are like, number one, in grave danger and like like fleeting situations like guatemala guatemala is like in war turn like the the crime is terrible like it's awful and that's usually where a lot of the like illegal refugees or like people escaping are coming from but like just shut the fuck up but here's the thing though it's also not illegal to be a refugee right right like to seek asylum to get to a country Right. And then to find an office within that country and say, hey, the country that I came from, there's bad things going on. And I'd like to submit an application to let you know about those bad things so that I can potentially stay here. There's nothing illegal about that. Yep. Um, And so I just want to make sure that's known. The the article that I was talking about, actually, uh, this young lady posted it, but it was written by a guy's name is Brian C. Lee Jr. B-R-Y-A-N. He's an architectural designer. Um, He is black from new orleans and the article is called like confederate monuments trump's border wall is really about racism yeah absolutely and ultimately that's what it is um honestly america get it together but i don't have a lot of hope because you never did um okay let's get to tweets on fire tweets on fire i'm very excited about this part um i'd like to just first say that soldier boy is a living legend we Put know that. Put some respect on his name. He, Put some respect his delivery, on his name. His delivery is off. Is off. But. <laughs> per usual. <laughs> Most times when the message is correct, the delivery is off. Always. Right? But, like, his delivery is definitely off a little bit. Um, but, like, a lot of the things that he's saying are rooted in truth. Yeah. Rooted. Rooted in truth. I don't think that <laughs> anyone is going to, like... People are definitely disagreeing. All right, here's where I disagree, right? He said, like, the whole streaming era is, like, based on him, right? And I think at some point, we were going to get away from CDs and, like, putting CDs in a CD player, whether or not Crank Dat came out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But did, did you he... see Zaytoven? Zaytoven was actually no. on, like, Complex or, like, Hypebeast or something talking about when he first heard Soulja Boy, and mm-hmm. he had, like, a life-changing experience. Honestly, not surprised, because, like, kind of so did I. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said Beyonce did the crank that dance on her tour, but you know she what did. she didn't do? The In My Feelings Challenge. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Um, so there's Let's talk just about people that. that matter. Like Soldier um, Boy. Like Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. Drake. <laughs> Drake. The one that was hiding his kid from the world, but the world from the kid. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, not Drake. Mm-mm, he also Drake. Drake definitely did steal some like some lines from Soldier Boy. 
Um, actually, Soulja Boy had stolen that line from somebody else. And then when DJ Academics pointed that out, he said, yeah, and you're fat as fuck. So what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> he hates DJ Academics. I also hate DJ Academics. So I would be the person to say some shit like that as well. Um, basically, I still want to let this Soulja Boy thing like unfold because, you know, he did just get like basically the cease and desist from Nintendo a week ago. Um, there's That's a lot. he was hype as shit. Like, there's a lot going on with him. But I think like... Don't doubt the fact that Soldier Boy is uh, what has been important to the culture and has been important to the movement of how things were to how things are today. Like I was thinking about like teach me how to Dougie, and that wasn't necessarily Soldier Boy, but like the he the started pr- the dancing shit. The Dougie right was Soldier Boy, and then also um, the like Nicki Minaj. What was Nicki Minaj the itty bitty piggy John? Right, that was on. She got a donk, which was Soldier oh, Boy. Yeah. Right. So let's just Damn, so you very pay, true. Let's very just pay homage yeah. where it's pay too. homage, yeah. That's all. Um, okay, this is where all my emoji faces came in. Okay. Um, I have three cry two crying emojis. Um, one with like the little sweat on the head. The new one where like your stomach is like no, like no <laughs> like that. Um, yeah. the sick with the thermometer and like two throw like the throwing up one and then the green face. Both throwing up. Um, both throwing up. This is about Gladys Knight signing on to do the national anthem for the Super Bowl for the racist NFL. I, I, it's hard because this is my auntie. This is, she got me a ticket on the midnight train to Georgia. They said, and I'm just supposed to ignore this. They said. Gladys Knight don't give a fuck about y'all protesting. She taking the midnight train right to Georgia. Listen, you know stop. <laughs> um, Gladys Knight. Another thing that was said was that Go people ahead. in the older generation now, um, they don't give a fuck because they had their time of protesting and their time of like. And and honestly, for them, it's better than it was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's genuinely better than it was. Like, before we had to sit on segregated buses, and now I get to stand up here and sing in front of all these white people. come through the back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So come, like, Come through the back door. Exactly. So I, I get it in that aspect. I do know that a lot of, like, Gladys Knight and Travis Scott's, um, like, explanation is just this month in January, the NFL um, launched this program to, like, basically give money to black charities and so, I mean, I fuck with it, but I just want to make sure is black people saying like, hey, I received some dollars before right. I'm just going, I mean, be like, this is okay. Um, I think it would have been a huge thing for Gladys Knight, like someone from a different generation um, to say like, no, I'm also not doing this. But right. like, she's never done it, right? She's a, a incredibly huge, you know what I mean? Singer, star, um, beautiful woman, my auntie, all the above, Right, never has been uh, able to participate in something like this, and it's also in Atlanta where she's from. You know, I get the personal things for her, but then like, think about how it turned out for. And don't get me wrong; these people are completely different. But like, Chrisette, Chrisette Michelle, Michelle, right? Yeah. Exactly. Who's like now, like, where who? Yeah, I exactly. mean, they said that she um, is battling depression really bad. Yeah, she was like suicidal, like all kind mm-hmm. of stuff, like basically over like how people treated her and y'all not y'all never gonna disrespect Gladys Knight in front of me not after I didn't eat that chicken you know what I mean but yeah. the restaurant was like eh. it was alright but yeah. it was good it was good enough for me to defend her um but auntie Gladys if we could talk about it don't do it like don't do it if you're gonna do it do it and uh oh alright here's what you can do now this is what I will fuck with 
okay? If you got out there and they was expecting the regular John and you hit me with the lift every voice and sing. Right. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Now we're talking. Like, that's, a, that's the type of shit I stand. Um, she won't. She won't, though. I don't want to talk anymore about it because it's, it's just It's disturbing. really upsetting to you yeah. right now. So. Um, do you want to do your three things to stand so we can three wrap things. up? Three things. My three things? Yeah. All right. Um, so, India Moore, who is a yes. actress for uh she starred in pose she was for sure my favorite character angel in pose um she is a (laughs) she (laughs) is a trans woman and she is the first trans woman of color like the first open trans woman of color that will have a louis vuitton campaign yes she will be inside like starring i'm so excited for her and she's very very um vocal um in black issues she's like she'd be snapping i think that um, she before she before she uh got on post she was an activist yeah so that makes sense yeah. so she just has continued to be an activist like throughout um yeah i just love that she looks so royal and regal she's all the so time. beautiful she's yeah. so beautiful oh my god it's like painful how beautiful she is she's like gorgeous and pose she was like a prostitute but she always looked literally like... the most beautiful prostitute i've ever seen in my life. <laughs> ever um my second thing to stand is hbo but like not really hbo um two dope queens is coming back and i'm so fucking pumped okay they're Did doing it see... on hbo again yeah, they're doing it on HBO again. Okay. Um, and Amanda Seals is about to have her first stand-up, like, HBO special. Okay. Um, so, the, the black woman on HBO. HBO always holds it down for the blacks, I'm not going to lie. That's so, um, But, yeah, Two Dope Queens is, um, like, a stand-up comedy sketch show, kind of. They started as a podcast, too. They started as a podcast, yes. Um, Jessica Williams and Phoebe. What's Phoebe's last name? I, I forget. forget. But uh, yeah. Um, but just two black women that are like quirky. That they, they like are super weird. Like, but I love them. They're super funny. They had Sarah Jessica Parker on last season. So, oh yeah, I remember. We I think we watched that here. We watched that here at your house. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, really good. Like, yeah. I like when black women like can like their thing is that they're like really nerdy and like weird mm-hmm. um quirky girls and i like when like we we kind of like define blackness in different ways so i really like them for that amanda seals is a fuck annoying sometimes because she's a lot but she she's funny be. as shit she can be a lot sometimes but she be having some points and she's funny so um she's gonna have her hbo special um, while you're thing- here sorry i just want to because you were talking about black women at hbo this is the thing i watched last night and i need everyone to go look for it um isa ray has a uh if you just go to isa um she has a series she has a bunch of different stuff she has a podcast it looks like also because i'm here but she has a series called pieces of um and you can see a lot of Oh, wow. I only saw the one with Jasmine Sullivan. Um, But there's uh, pieces of is the stories and the songs of a particular person. So Tedra Moses is also on here. Um, Jasmine Sullivan. But this is just if you go to Issa Rae's website, I've never been on it until literally today. Um, It's just a bunch of different content that she's worked on. Um, Some Internet series, um, like some sit down interview stuff with her. So Issa Rae is just incredible. And like, Yes. All right. Go ahead. Back to your thing. I'm sorry. Um, my third thing to stand uh, is <laughs> Jeff Bezos. 
is getting a divorce. Okay, I was about to say, if you're sending Jeff Bezos, you're going to hell. Fuck no. But go ahead. So, Mackenzie Bezos will be, will, they've been married for a while. So, mm-hmm. she really came, uh, you know, she's been married to him for a long time. And I know she probably hated him um, because he's a fucking prick. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but Jeff Bezos is the CEO of Amazon. And he's literally the richest person in the world. And now, Mackenzie Bezos, because he was, a, he was, so it came out that he was cheating on her. Oh, yeah. And okay. they live in Washington State, which is... Regardless of whatever you got going on, she gets 50% of everything. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Mackenzie Bezos will be the richest, one of the richest women in the world. I mean, she would have to be the richest woman because he's the richest it's man going in the world. To, yeah, she's going to be the richest woman, and this is going to be the biggest divorce settlement of all time. They uh, were comparing it to uh, Paul... Um, McCartney. McCartney, yeah. Yeah, because I remember that was a big thing, yeah. She's going to get, I don't have the exact numbers, but she's going to get so much fucking money. And it's really just because I just hate Jeff Bezos because he's, he sucks. I mean, he sucks. So like bad. they were, they were actually saying that she's probably on track to get about $65 million. Or, excuse me, $65 billion with a B. Mm-hmm. Um, a and um, there were people who were like, oh my God, you know, ain't no bitch worth $65 million. Ain't no pussy worth $65 million. Also, this is why it's like stupid for people to like speak without thinking uh, but Mackenzie Bezos wrote the business plan for Amazon. Yeah. Right. So oh, even yeah. if even if she didn't get like, no money from Jeff Bezos, she probably got her own shit. You know what I'm saying? Like she definitely has shares in Amazon that she purchased individually. I mean, she's of already Jeff Bezos. probably rich. Yeah, she's yeah, already yeah. rich on her own. But she will be getting a check from him because it's what she deserves. She deserves, and you know what she should do? Donate half to the black community. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So those are your three things to stand. My three things to stand this week are, um, one, um, how do, what order I want to do this in? Okay. One black Monday on Showtime. Um, there's a new show on Showtime, Regina Hall, um, Don Cheadle, and then some white people, but those are the two main black people and it's super funny. <laughs> and it's like seventies, like black exploitation kind of feeling. Um, I think a while ago on here, I talked about the movie black Klansman. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's like similar in like feeling to that, but it's also very similar in feeling to Anchorman. So think like a black Anchorman where there's like a lot of visible cocaine. Um, <laughs> like I said, it's on Showtime, so it's not um, like nothing is really censored, um, but it is really good and really funny. They even do like the Showtime logo and like a 70s feeling, you know what I mean? Like they change everything about it. Um, to make you like feel like you're anything. So Black Monday, um, it's about like uh, Don Cheadle and like actually a bunch of a whole group of people, but um, being like in the into like Wall Street in the stock market in like mm-hmm. the eighties. It was like it's about the biggest stock market. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's just it's a really funny show. Like I caught myself like really really laughing. Um, so definitely check that out. It's an early premiere that just came out, and then I think the show um, fully drops. I think maybe the second episode comes out tomorrow. Um, but Black Monday on Showtime. And also get your Showtime subscriptions ready because Deez and Mero is back on in February um, on Showtime. Yeah, for sure. Um, my second thing is, um, I'm going to say Afrofuturism and then I'll talk about something here. Um, yeah, Afrofuturism basically is just niggas in the future. Um, <laughs> if you look into Afrofuturism, which I'm like really heavy into it, I'm like a sci-fi like kind of nerd-ish person. Um, but... 
we don't see very many black people in the future, right? We just see like, um, uh, remember on Xenon Girl of the 21st Century, how Raven Simone, she was our one black in the future? Yep. You know, um, and they had some, even, you know. Even on um, like Black Mirror, they were like, when the future. Right. There will be like, like some black people, but like they'll be like secondary characters. Um, yeah. And I love that Afrofuturism just as a concept um, thinks about what black people will be like in the future. Um, there's a project that I'm going to announce now that we're going to be a part of, uh, in February, uh, but it's called BFF or Black Film Friday. Mm -hmm. Um, that is going to be at, uh, A Space, uh, that's the name of it, um, but A Space in West Philly, um, Baltimore Avenue, I believe 4722 Baltimore Avenue. Um, and the night that we're sponsoring specifically is, uh, Valentine's Day weekend, so it is the 15th. Uh, February, but it's going to be uh, every Friday in February, um, or the three three of the Fridays in February, so the 8th, the 15th, and the 22nd. Um, there's going to be three movies that play. I'm not going to say the movie that's playing the night that we are sponsoring. Um, just but know the, it's a good one. Just know it's a good one. Um, we've talked about it before on the show. And the first night is going to be, or the 8th, is going to be Moonlight. Um, so that's the first one. And a lot so, of people still haven't seen Moonlight. A lot of people still haven't. And that's what we were discussing. We had a meeting for this yesterday. Um, and a lot of people still haven't seen Moonlight. And so... A lot um, of people. Yeah. The concept for the month is like uh, black love, just like positive examples of black love. Um, so BFF Black Film Friday. Um, that's Fridays in February. Um, but as we were talking about this, like we had a meeting yesterday and we were just like going over some different movies and stuff. Um, I ended up like getting into this whole tangent about like Afrofuturism in music videos. Mm -hmm. um, so, like Scream? Huh? Like Scream? Like, scream like um, I was about to say Gonna Make, Gonna Make, Gonna Make Your Body Wet, but that song is called What's It Gonna Be? <laughs> <laughs> um, watch that. Um, anything really by Busta Rhymes, because Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See was like, <laughs> stop, please. <laughs> um, there's just a lot of that. So what we're... I'm going to... Missy Elliott videos. Missy like, Elliott anything was just very mm -hmm. futuristic. Um, I would love to see something like that. But that's something I think we're going to work on for the future. Um, is like a whole kind of like music video um, evening. Yeah, where we just like watch futuristic um, music videos. Gonna make, gonna, make, gonna make you back. A banging video. Also, if you watch gonna that video long. now, um, just know that what they're simulating is uh, sperm beating an egg. But cool. look into it. Because that's exactly what I needed to hear. <laughs> look into it later. Um, also, what made me say an Afrofuturism was uh, Apple Pay. I think I was on the phone with you the other yeah, day. Yeah, you were on the phone with me. When it yeah, came when your I did something. On, so with Apple Pay, basically, I paid. Uh, I was buying something. Oh, we got new microphones. So we'll see if hey, it yo, sounds good. we got new microphones. I said I feel like Beyonce because I got a mic. Oh, let's see if it sounds good. I'm just, we're crossing fingers and all everything. But anyway, um, when I was buying the microphones the other day, I did it through Apple Pay on my computer, but my computer, I have an iMac, doesn't have like Face ID or Touch ID or anything. And so it just came up on Wait, my phone. you should be able to use oh, your camera. Yeah, mm -hmm. but the cameras probably the, aren't updated. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, it should be able to. But you know, that's why you would have to buy another thing. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I just was able to, like, look at it with my face and, like, pay. And that just made me feel like I was in the future that I deserve to be in. Um, my last thing to stand is something that's been upsetting the whites. And that is partially why I'm standing for it. Um, but Gillette, the company who makes razors and stuff, they put out an ad this week 
Um, I still haven't seen it, actually. Let me go YouTube it right now. Yeah, you should look at it. Um, the the whole concept or whatever for Gillette or their their tagline or whatever for the last 30 years has been the best a man can get. And what they were saying is that, like, you know what? Men could actually be better. Um, and so you see examples of, like, they're just talking about men, you know, being able to be better. Um, they're talking about when you see two, like, young boys fighting, instead of just thinking, like, boys will be boys, like, why don't we separate them? Right. right? They showed it's this clip. a play on toxic masculinity. Exactly. Like, they just break down toxic masculinity, like, a whole lot. Like, they show um, this guy, like, about to run after a girl because he thinks that she looks good or whatever, and his friend slows him down. Like, whoa, bro, we not doing that no more. Right. You know? Um And it was just really great. There's a clip that uh, actually went viral maybe a year or two ago from Camden. And there was a black guy who basically, it was these two guys fighting, these two like younger black guys fighting. Um, There's a black guy who basically said to them like, nah, y'all gonna sit here and shake hands. Like we're not doing this. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, is that like, I I think that on the aspect, like on the, the notion of like fighting, I think that sometimes niggas need to get beat up. Right, yeah, don't get me wrong, yes. Right, and and the thing is that we, what it is is that, like, that's okay, it's okay to have physical conversation, confrontation, Mm -hmm. and then leave it there. Mm -hmm. Niggas want to go get guns now, and, like, because... Like, you you beat me up, and I can't beat you, so I gotta kill you. Right. Yeah, and that's that's just wrong. Um, But, yeah, the Gillette ad, like, then got a bunch of, you know, whites in a tizzy or whatever because they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, don't tell me how to raise my kids. Mm -hmm. Um, This guy posted a picture of, like, guns and stuff like, oh, Gillette, uh, is this toxic masculinity to you? Nobody said anything about that. At the end of the day, you're just proving that you want to be racist and you want to be toxic, period. Mm -hmm. So just do that. Yep. Um, So, Gillette, I stand for y'all. If y'all were a black-owned company, I would buy y'all products. (laughs) <laughs> or if you gave them to me for free, I would continue to talk about them on the show. Your choice. <laughs> Balls in your court. Um, <laughs> but okay. Um, do we have a closing mantra for the week? Um, I don't. I got one. Go ahead. Man, fuck that shit. Okay. Is that a good one? Okay. And I only, and this is what I'm going to say about um, this term that we use a lot for white sometimes, but is microaggressions, Mm -hmm. right? Little small things that just happen um, that white people sometimes know that they're doing or don't know that they're doing, but they are things that make us like feel agitated. It's like, you're trying to make me like feel aggressive or whatever. But I've also Mm -hmm. been able to recognize in the last week, like microaggressions within my life. Like, I came outside. I live on a super busy street. I've said this plenty of times. That's why y'all hear the sirens sometimes and whatever. But, like, my car mirrors, like, both sides, left and right, driver's side, passenger side. Both mirrors have been run off, like, knocked off by cars going too fast (laughs) multiple times. Um, And I came outside after having these mirrors for, like, it's been a good six months or so. Um, and neither one of them been knocked off and one of my mirrors was knocked off again. Like that is a microaggression. You know what I mean? I went to like go like, actually my car has just been doing some weird shit period microaggression. Like this, us having to figure out how to deal with this microphone shit, like microaggression. So fuck that shit, man. Yeah. They really aren't. You can say main on some, um, terror tower shit. Fuck that shit, man. All right. I'm done. This show is entirely too long. Thanks for participating. Um, we're going to bless these microphones right now in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Bye.